Hello, this is a prepaid collect call from an inmate at the county jail. This call is subject to recording and monitoring. To accept charges, press 1. To refuse charges, press 2. Well, hello there, Miss Lisa. How are you? Oh, no, I'm, I'm doing fine. So, uh, you know, life goes on. Oh, yeah, I've heard so much about all the drama that goes on in there. And I don't know what's worse, prison or jail. But no matter where you go, there's drama. Ah, yes, the, the good old love trap. Mm-hmm, I know it well. Well, the problem with a lot of folks is they just don't know what love is. And it's not necessarily something we can blame on them it's we need good family units we need families that promote love that teach love they can learn it in their um, churches they can learn it in their community <clears throat> they can love it in their relationships love is is out there and uh, it's not something it's not like an instinct or something that we're born with the ability to know how to properly use it and the best way to learn is through close personal relationships. And I'm thinking the first place is family. We just don't emphasize families as much as we should. And see that that's it. Yeah, when, when a person is abused as a child, it's very hard to understand love. And I've spoken to a lot of people that are having issues with it. You know, they don't love themselves enough and they don't uh, believe in their ability to make the right decision and so they're they're looking for love outside of their own body <clears throat> yeah yeah and, and uh, it is something that you just can't give away you, you can't give somebody your love, and you certainly can't receive it from somebody else. You know, when you love somebody, you're tapping into your own love. You're sparking that love that you have. And, and that's, what, that's what I tell folks. They're, they're, it's tough for anybody to love them when they don't love themselves. And so if people want to feel loved, they want to feel a part of a, of a relationship, a strong relationship, they're going to have to love themselves. And they have to know that that love is their own personal love. And, and, and that's it, yeah. It, they're reaching out to try to find something that's not there. It's like stabbing in the dark. It's just... It's not going to work. Well, I hope you can talk to her. She sounds like she's a poor lost soul. And, and uh, you you have that knowledge. You know what love is. I know you love yourself more than anybody else. And, and one thing about love is we can tell other folks about it. We can't give them love. You know, we can't uh, direct their love or command it. But... Uh, we can explain our situation, how we got through love, and what love means to us, 
and how love gets us through. Such a strong, powerful force. Well, yeah, I, I, I was talking to two people, and uh, as the conversation you have 60 seconds remaining. as the conversations go on, I know they're in love with each other. I can I can sense that. And uh, now I'm hoping both of them. I know one of them is doing okay because she told me, but the other one, I'm not so sure because she really doesn't want to talk to him anymore. And so if she doesn't want to talk to him, then there's there's no reason for the, the middleman. Well, yeah, you know. You know, I'll do the best I can to... Uh, you have 30 seconds remaining. ...help them out. But my philosophy on life is if people need my help, they'll come to me. Once my help is no longer needed, they'll, they'll go off. And I move on to the next person, or I go back and concentrate on myself. That's right. There is nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with loving yourself putting yourself first. That's what we need to teach kids, and we're just not doing it. Loving others and caring for others and helping others doesn't mean you don't see yourself as the number one Thank person. Thank you for using inmate call. Goodbye. Hello, and welcome to AQS Inmate Call. And I am your host, Joel Wilborn. And in that phone conversation, I was uh, discussing relationships people have while they're in prison and emphasizing how it's based on love. Now in this in this episode I uh, I want to talk about two people that I've been working with in the real world and I don't want to use any names or identify them in any way other than uh, assuming them. And so since we're all familiar with the Romeo and Juliet story, this one is similar to that and uh, I really admire Romeo and Juliet and I think Shakespeare was really on to something when he wrote that and it tells the tale of a lot of different uh, subjects and a lot of people can relate to it <clears throat> now uh, in this particular case it shows how uh, love grows and the true meaning of it now, before I get into the Romeo and Juliet situation, I just want to give some background on my uh, perception of love. Now, love is an emotion, a very powerful emotion. It's not responsible for anything bad in your life. You know, when you hear those songs about love hurting or uh, how a person's love caused them to feel bad or destroy somebody else's life or something. Love, love doesn't force anybody or cause any harm. It's like those robot movies, I think, like Terminator was saying, where you can't harm another human being. A robot shouldn't harm a person. Love doesn't hurt you. It is a force that, that keeps you alive, that protects you, that comforts you in, in the times of uh, sorrow. It doesn't force you to do anything that you don't want to do. It's a matter of fact that you're slain. You have the power to 
release love, lock it up, ignore it. It's it's dependent on you. It's um, under your control 100%. And so when you think of something good, anything in your life, anything in the world that's good, that's love. All good rolled up into one signifies love. And so if you go out and you meet somebody, usually the first thing that attracts us to a person is the appearance. And uh, so if you see a person and you just think, wow, this person is just magnificent. I, I just like that look. I like the clothes. I like the, the, the way this person moves. And you initiate a conversation. If it develops into love, this person doesn't have to love you. Now, the, the definition of love for children, a parent is supposed to love the kids. But a kid does not have to love the parent. And so, if we teach folks that the personal bond is necessary, but the stuff in our in our world is not, then you know when you initiate that conversation and you just think, I am in love with this person. That person doesn't have to say, I love you, or, or, or to go beyond love and do affection. It's just something that you want in your life. You want this love. And that person's, everything about that person that you can think of triggers that love within you. So the love that you're in control, you're letting it go out. You're letting it run free. And you can go home and sit on the bed and just think, wow, what a wonderful feeling. What a wonderful connection I have with. And that love is with you. If you were born with it, you'll die with it. You'll live with it. And tapping into it like that, kind of compare it to a drug. People who feel down and out and want to just kind of escape the world, they'll, they'll go out and take a drug and then their mind just goes bonkers. Well, love has the power of taking over your mind. If you let it loose, it can just fill you with such joy which is another emotion, not love, but it triggers other things. So love is independent, it's by itself, but it can trigger things. It can trigger anger, it can trigger jealousy, it can trigger hate, but love itself is not dangerous. And so when you let it loose, you feel fantastic. And that's a feeling you can have any day of your life, at any moment. The only reason you wouldn't feel that way is if you suppress the love. And there could be various reasons that you do that. If jealousy causes you to repress it, or of anger, or of uh, sadness, depression. But love can trigger enough emotion, and it could be a combination of them, to overcome some of these negative things that pop into your mind. That's the power of love. And uh, when we teach our kids that somebody on the outside has to love us then that that shows that the people who love us are triggering their own love and they feel great and they're happy around us and we can show them that we want to help you trigger that love that's okay that's what we want and the parents should always 
work to trigger the love within their children. That's how they teach them love. If the kids look back at them and say, you leave me alone a lot, or you you don't uh, come to my, my games, you're never around, um, things like that teach kids the true meaning of love. That's why parents have to love their kids, because that's where our first training comes from. We're not given an instinct of how to use love. Parents teach us that, and parents need to love us as children. So when somebody goes out, finds somebody, loves this person, and then the person doesn't love them back and leaves, that doesn't mean the love is gone. It just means that trigger is no longer effective. But you can find other triggers. You can think back on the good times you had. You can read a letter or a text message, email from this person, look at pictures, and it can trigger that love. And people who commit suicide, I'm thinking they just don't love themselves. They, they haven't found anything to trigger that love. So in order for you to be happy, find what triggers that. And live off of that. You know, I'm an introvert. I don't really like being around other people. But when I am, I like to find triggers. It's a game for me. What person out there will trigger that love within me? What can I do? What can I uh, say? Where can I go to get this? But I don't limit it to one thing. I'm not going to find one person. And if that person doesn't love me back, at least I got the trigger. At least I got the most important thing. That love within me was just stirred. Something popped it out. And it was that other person. And even though the person moves away, dies, you know, goes to prison, you know, something that just changes the dynamics of the relationship, the love is still there. So uh, learn to bring out that love. Learn to use it to help you get through bad situations. And just, uh, you know, learn yourself. Take yourself out on a date. Take yourself out on a vacation. Sit down with yourself and watch a, a movie or listen to some music. Spend time with yourself. Get to know yourself. It makes it so much easier to get through life when you have that control over that love, which is yours, which is personal, which cannot be given away, and which can never be taken from you. It's there. And you might as well use it. And use it wisely. Don't blame it for things that go wrong in your life because love is incapable of causing you any pain. If love triggers hate, that hate may lead you to do pain. Your own intelligence may lead you to pain or causing pain. Now, with that said, we have Romeo and Juliet. These two people are in prison. They fell in love with each other. Both of them had troubled childhood where they didn't really learn the true meaning of love. So they're reaching out to other folks, reaching out to other things to love. And they feel that they need to get love from other people, which is impossible. But that was the way they were raised. Other people can 
make them feel love and uh, help them to feel better about themselves and that's not the case nobody can bring happiness to your life but you nobody can bring joy sadness anger depression you only you can do that so if you're sad and depressed don't blame anybody but yourself but that doesn't mean you have to kill yourself it just means that that love is not being triggered and something needs to trigger it in my case I can just trigger it on my own I could sit and listen to a really nice song and I can feel that love just popping out I can think about a past relationship I can think about a current relationship I can think about my family I just look at things it's just like a, a actress in a movie that that cries on cue because she's thinking of something sad and these two Romeo and Juliet didn't have that ability but they were able to tap into it by talking to each other and uh, sharing feelings and so that right there showed them that there was love within them and they enjoyed it they really had a good time but the Department of Corrections thought, no, you guys are locked up. You don't need to feel love. Why they do that, I don't know. Two people who are in love, it's better than them sneaking off and getting cocaine. It's better than them going to the to the pharmacy or the medical team and getting drugs or bringing in some kind of illegal drug or substance that they think will help them out. Love is all they need. And the DOC is stopping it by blocking them. So since they didn't allow them to talk to each other, they figured, let's get married. But he, Romeo, didn't want to make that lifetime commitment. And Juliet just loved that love. She felt that love. And she wanted it to continue. And she thought by being with this person, it was the only way to do that. So... What happened was she started feeling a little bit depressed because she wasn't sure how to tap into the love. And uh, we figured out a way to get him to talk again. And the love was coming back. And then when they were rediscovered, she just felt terrible. All my life is over. This is not going to work. And so she was feeling sad and depressed. Not, once again, tapping into the love that's within her. Well, she finds out, and this is one of the things the DOC did that was nice. They politely let her know that this Romeo that she was in love with was seeing somebody else. And they had proof of it. As a matter of fact, it was a staff member, a counselor. Public, very public. And so she's kind of suspected it, but she calls me up. She tells me what happened. And she says, I, I accepted this now. I kind of suspected he was doing something like that. Now I know. It's time to move on. And I reminded her, I said, you love yourself. Juliet loves Juliet more than anybody in the world. Juliet now knows that she can survive without external force. If Juliet was stranded on an island, Juliet could still love Juliet. And still feel that happiness. And still have a good, long life. And I think people who love themselves greatly can live to be a hundred. So, with Juliet, we were talking. 
she says, yes, I, I know I love me. I know what it means. And I said, good, you'll, you'll get through this because you don't need Romeo. You need Juliet. Absolutely, 100%, you cannot survive without Juliet. And she says, yeah, I, I think I'll, I'll work on that. And I said, you know, when you do your meditations, just think about the things that you love. And just trigger it. Get control of it. She says she's not ready to get back into another relationship. She just wants to sit back. Which means that during this dry spell where she thought she needed somebody else, she can learn Juliet. She can spend time with Juliet, talk to Juliet, take care of Juliet. And that will help her get through. The DLC should not block people from loving. They should encourage it. They should show people the meaning of love and the effects it can have and how it can help folks get through. If talking to somebody triggers that, don't block it. But when the person breaks up, that's when the counselor can come in and say, let's talk about love. It's important and not too many people are talking about that I hope you and your family your loved ones talk about love show that everybody has it and everybody can draw strength from it and that love is nothing to be afraid of you know I, I, I can't tell you how many times I've heard I'm afraid to fall in love I'm afraid to give my heart to somebody else well, give it to yourself. Keep it. Hold on to it. Cherish it. Nobody can take it from you and you can't give it to anybody else. The DLC can stop external stuff, but they can't stop that love. You just need to know it's there and you need to know how to tap into it. And the only person who can do that is you. Talk to your family and friends about that. Work on exercises. They can help strengthen the love. Let people know that love survives anything. It can help you out of can pull you out of any sadness in your life. And Romeo and Juliet, they're both gonna have to accept the fact that they're not together, but they need to most importantly learn that they don't need each other to love. They just need themselves. Juliet needs Juliet. Romeo needs Romeo. And you need you. Love yourself. There is no shame. no Nothing to be embarrassed about. And you shouldn't mock anybody who loves themselves. It's not conceitment. It's not narcissism. It's survival. It's happiness. It's joy. It's getting through the day. These are things that love can trigger and can promote and feed on it shouldn't be something mocked well thanks for tuning in and i hope you go out and have a marvelous day and make stunning memories for tomorrow